Hello, FIFA fans around the world. We're recording this on Sunday, February 6th. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your weekly hit of the Foot Fix. Tyler, to kick things off like we do every Sunday night, what are you drinking? Andrew, tonight I have a glass of Bogle Vineyards Petite Syrah. Bogle Vineyards is a very low-budget uh, Sacramento Valley area uh, California winery, uh, basically 10 bucks a bottle. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. How about yourself? Well, interesting. Uh, two follow-up questions. One, what, what does your wine glass say? It says something and I can't read it. Yeah. It says, uh, Cole hardware, which is the oh, okay. ha- local hardware store that we used to frequent in San Francisco. And the glass actually is imprinted with the San Francisco skyline. But they're so fancy. tools. With, like it, that's a that. hammer and a wrench and a wine glass, all kinds of little tools. It's basically, a toddler. It's basically a toddler's dream. Yeah, it's like <laughs> cityscape, but with tools. Exactly. Second question: What are, what is on this hat of yours? Uh, this hat is a tiger. You know, I don't know. It's great tell. for an audio podcast, but I don't care because it's interesting to me. I have a hat um, with a tiger on it. There you go, everyone. Maybe Tyler will post a picture of it. So to answer your question, I am drinking bourbon on the rocks. Uh, I believe it's Jefferson bourbon made here in D.C. So pretty good stuff. Just drinking on the rocks because why not? Good, good switch for me. So cheers. Yeah, cheers, buddy. So Andrew, team of the year, finally officially over. We are well underway with Fut Future Stars, uh, which I know from the past has been one of your favorite promos. Uh, I think before we dive into future stars, just since we last talked uh, almost a week ago, did you add any more team of the years? Like what happened, you know, you told us that you'd gotten Ruben Diaz and Jao Cancelo team of the years last week. Anything else change in your squad? Oh, did something change in my squad? Yes. Did I add any team of the years? No, I opened a bunch more upgrade packs. God knows how many, like probably a hundred additional upgrade packs, including buying a ton, just like straight off the market, spamming the rare golds. Nothing, nothing. No, no decent team of the year, honorable mentions, even, you know, none of the good ones like Rudinger or Goretzka or anyone like that or Salah. So nothing, nothing good. Um, Got some, got a lot of fodder though out of it. And we did speak last week. So I did complete Varane, of course. He... I'm going to say I'm a little underwhelmed by him. He, oh, no. he, his lack of agility and balance for the way I play stands out. And I will tell you one major switch. I have moved Cancelo all around the pitch this week, trying to figure out his best position. I am now playing him at the center of my back three, and he is an actual game changer. Like I, I know most people don't think center backs are game changers. Cancelo, he just mops up everything. It is insane. His agility, so he doesn't get beat by people, including team of the year. Mbappe is game-breaking. And it, that, that actually leads me to something I wanted to ask. Do you remember at the beginning of the year when we were supposed to have these things where we weren't going to use fullbacks at center back and it was going to be some type of massive penalty and they just wouldn't be usable. Yeah. The defensive awareness hit was supposed to be so bad that no one would ever want to play a player off position as a center back. So two things on that one, 
the defensive awareness of my actual center backs is so bad all of the time that they're constantly running out of position that I never notice. But I've started noticing a lot of other people doing the same thing that I'm doing and playing at least one fullback at center back. And there's no penalty whatsoever. Those are, it's the same as every other year to me, at least that you're getting a huge boost in agility and speed and balance and no real penalty for awareness or anything else. It's just interesting that they said they were going to do something. And I just started thinking about it this week because it's, it's just funny. Um, I don't know. Have you, have you tried that this year? Not at all. Uh, literally, I think I've only, so I've pretty much always started it four at the back uh, from the start and then somehow just left them all there. Uh, I, I toyed with a three at the back for a very brief period of time, but I still started that game with a, a four at the back and then would just move somebody into uh, that extra CB spot. And I don't think the penalty applies in that scenario. Uh, but oh, it doesn't, I thought, okay, well, so that's, I'm moving. That's pretty much what I do every time is moving Cancelo from starting at left back and moving him to center back, but you would think it should still apply there because otherwise you would start two CDMs at CB or something and like game the system that way. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I thought it was like, if you start a fullback at center back or a CDM at center back, they're one on seven cam and they take an extra hit on defensive awareness that's what i was expecting to happen but we'll dive into it anyways let's talk let's if you guys have been running into this or testing it out more let let me know i'm interested in this it's just kind of is this an ea fail did they not follow through is it just a play like cancelo is he just too good and so it doesn't actually matter that he can take a minus 10 in defensive awareness and it's still 89 and he's still the best probably one of the best five, 10 best cards in the game anyways. I don't know. Uh, so that's one major thing for me. And then I will say the other major thing is I finally decided to splurge on some coins and I bought mid icon Eusebio. Whoa, that's a big purchase. He was very expensive, a little under 1.9. And he's pretty damn good. He's not completely game breaking not as game breaking as you would maybe want for a 1.9 million coin card but he is certainly kind of the best attacker i've used so that those are my major changes um i don't know what about you tyler any packed team of the years any any updates to your squad uh well no no updates to my squad i like you did a ton of upgrades did a bunch of the league uh like i was my whole squad is really just revolves around getting upgrades uh, from that league. And so I probably did a hundred plus. I think I mentioned on the pod last week, I got an untradeable Jonathan David. Uh, and then the only card of note that I packed during the whole week was when marquee matchups came out on Thursday, I packed a tradable Jonathan David, which was very exciting. So that, that sprung me 75 K of coin injection into the club uh, but definitely didn't pack any team of the year. So it was kind of a bummer, um, but I'm still riding high off of getting that baby Cruyff from the icon player pick. So it's all good. Uh, and then, you know, new future stars came out and all of a sudden I started like packing like good cards, like, you know, right out the gate. And we had like a daily SBC that came out on Friday with like a really crap pack of like a you had to put in like an 80 rated squad you get like a gold pack back and so players pack gold players oh, yeah gold players 11 pack. common golds and one rare gold yeah and i got 
fuck future stars trend cow from that and there are a lot of common goals that are in fuck future stars so it kind of makes sense but he's was he sold like immediately for 65k and so that was exciting uh i sold my gold donnarumma and bought the team of the year donnarumma put him into the club so that's like the one little shift that i've made and i honestly i hate him like he's so much (laughs) worse than the golds like I don't know if it's just mine or if it's all of them, but he can't throw the ball. Like once he like picks up a, a, the ball off the ground and you want to like throw it to your fullback on the side, he's got like the weakest arm in the world. And so something seems broken with my team of the year, Donnarumma. No, that happened to De Gea a few years ago, maybe FIFA 19. I remember he had a, I think it was, it was the year he, whatever year he had the team of the year. And everyone just went back to the gold card because he his team of the year seemed to have some broken stat or something wasn't getting boosted or something something was weird where he was broken. Although right now I'll tell you I, I think just all goalkeepers are broken. I think the animations are so weird. Like half of the games they're either making the most elite saves of all time, people using eighty two Ariola making fourteen saves in game, then people using Donnarumma or you know Czech or. Uh, Vandersar, you know, the elite ones and stuff like that. And they like, oh, lay balls. They like do the little tiger arms thing. Yeah, uh, totally. Just, yeah. So nuts. I think I'm, I'm pretty, I'm going to sell this team of the year, Donnarumma pretty soon. I'm just going to wait for his value to go up at some point. Uh, we got the player of the month to card that came out and that caused him to dip a little bit. Uh, I, I did that SBC. Like it's the value on that seems so good. So I had to do it. You have Varan. So I assume you definitely did it. Wait a second. One thought though, before anything, Kim Beppe scored a goal this weekend. Kim Pembe, so yeah. Presumably, so presumably he's getting into team of the week. So this time next week, a lot of people are probably going to have his red card. And I bet that's going to make the team of the year pop, right? Because it's if you didn't already buy him or you're just using a school or something, you might decide then when you get red, the red Kim Beppe that um, you'll do that. Yeah, that's fair. I did, so maybe I'll ha- hang on to him for a week. Good call. I did do De Gea because um, just for Kim trying him out, and, but I have Schmeichel too. They are, De Gea has been really bad for me in two weekend league games. He gave up eight goals, which is not how I normally play. I am not someone – it freaks me out. If I give up four goals in a game, it is – crush it like if i give up more than one goal in a game i am considering it a defensive failure on my part so four goals was just like comedy including one where he like actively moved out of the way to deflect the ball into goal and i was just i had not seen that animation this year i'm actually going to give him another run uh, i'm at eight wins already so i'm going to give him another shot because i just kind of know i'm going to get to the 11 wins no matter how shitty he is but then i'll kind of report back after that <laughs> Yeah, I would say two games doesn't feel like enough to really have the the full verdict on him, but that is not a good goal. Sure as fuck does though. <laughs> Eight goals surely does. That's real oh. bad. All right. Uh, so let's talk about future stars then. We we've kind of beat around it a little bit. You packed one. We we got the additional three today the, on the Sunday promo. And they're just like last year, going to do this switching of positions. So if you remember last year, Gio Reyna got a midfielder and then a right mid or a right winger or whatever it was card. So they're doing that again with Fernand Torres, Elmas and Tommy Oso, the Arsenal fullback. So that's cool. But 
Any, anything jump out to you with any of these cards? Anything worth talking about? Anyone you're about to add to your squad? Uh, for me, it's like Chuamani or Bus. Like Chuamani looks amazing. He looks awesome. I'm still running uh, the SBC Verati from like two and a half months ago. And the Husum Awar is like my two CDMs. And Chuamani would be better than both of them for sure. But I would love to, like, Chuamani would be a direct swap for Awar and just definitely improve my defense. And so he would be outstanding. He's over a million coins. I'm not going to buy him. So I am only hoping to pack him somehow untradeable. You got the whole swaps thing where maybe, you know, through tokens, somehow I get lucky and get him. Uh, he stands out for me for sure. I think on the French thing, Kanate also is the other player or Indica, the Bundesliga player. Like both of those center backs, I think are probably very, very good. And if I got either of them, I would certainly give them a full shot. Uh, but I'm actually like also somewhat tempted by the, the brand SBC that you obviously did. You said you're a little bit underwhelmed. I know he's a million coins. I talked last week how like that's insane and I'd rather do Maldini. But I've played against Varane so many times over this past week and he is a destroyer. And I, I know you said you didn't love him, but I hate playing against him. Like he's an so, so let me make a major caveat right now. Every game I have played with him, I also have Ruben Diaz and Cancelo in the back <laughs> with him. So I have who I think are the two best center backs in the entire game next to him. So I am sure I am probably biased because Diaz is a destroyer and Cancelo is the best center back I've ever used in any game beating Sergio Ramos from last year. So let me just put those out there that I, it is a little bit biased. I agree. Certain things for Ron, when you actually get him to jump for a header, just wins them all. I've had a couple of times where he just doesn't jump, but I think that's just delay, glitchy, stupid shit from the game, not anything about him. Um, the one thing I've noticed both uh, against my opponents and against me is he is susceptible to long balls, especially over the top long balls probably mostly with people using Mbappe, but anyone else with 99 speed is probably going to get him as well. So that can be a problem, especially in the through ball spamming bullshit meta that we're all dealing with right now. Yeah. Well, that's part of my game. I'm a big over the top type of player. And even with Jonathan David, like sprinting in behind Fran still bullies him and wins the ball often. So I think it's Mbappe and Pele and Cruyff and those, the most elite players. So that's the only sure. concern is as everybody gets better. Yeah. So anyway, back to uh, future stars. Uh, Chuamani, Kanate, I think are the players that intrigue me the most. I think if I got an Indica, the Bundesliga French player, I would definitely try him. I know there's a ton of hype around Bellingham. He doesn't fit my squad at all. And so it's like, I've not even really looked at him like he would just be a sub for me even though he's like one and a half million coins uh how about you what's your what's your well, overall let me, let me, review? i think if you get bellingham yeah i think you play him on five kim like i think you he looks he's 85 everything he is a monster i think i was what i would do um so i, I want he's amazing that's fair uh, emil smith row a five-star weak foot 
looks really interesting. Not as good of stats as maybe I would like, uh, but the 91 dribbling looks pretty great. He's he's really good. Maybe not 600K good, but he looks really good. The Fernand Torres that got released today, his price is obviously all over the places. There's just one day of it, but he looks fantastic. If you, A lot of people finished Dest, of course, putting their team of the year. Uh, their team of the year fodder into Dest. And so he will have a, you know, strong link to Dest. And then he's going to have a right wing come out next week. That's also, you know, even an easier way to link them in. You don't have to do the Kim style stuff. So those guys look elite. I really don't think there's any of the like cheaper guys that I'm super interested in. Yeah, I don't know. Like Damsgaard looks good. Pedro Poro is probably a good sub. You know, all these guys are you know completely fine. Be cool having. So now, after seeing all the team, has this helped you make a decision on what you're going to do with the tokens? Honestly, I'm still torn. Like, there's really two routes that I'm considering. Like, number one, I'm probably going to get all the tokens or very close to it. So I've done. I think as of we're recording this on Sunday night, I think there are. 13 that you could have in your club, but the 14th has been released of if you get like gold three or better in squad battles on Saturday, you get an extra token uh, through that gold three. So everyone has to play squad battles to get a token, which is really infuriating to some. Uh, I personally think I will get it no problem. So I'm not really that bothered by it, but uh is it, it an extra one so it's the 29th one and not no the no it's one? part of the 28 like oh, you just have to do it, it to get the the 28 and i mean to get gold three and squad battles isn't like a ton of work but it is some work and the only thing i would advise to people that like aren't regular squad battles grinders is try to like pair it with Chalaba, like the objective player that is out for future stars. And we may even get more objectives that might involve squad battles. And so if you wait until Monday or Tuesday, you might see, you know, just some, some other things that are out there to really just go for a whole bunch of things at once. And, but there's no way around it. Like you're going to have to play probably five plus squad battles games actively uh, you can play a whole lot of them like AFK, like away from keyboard where you like score a goal and just drop the, the controller and walk away and just let the, the game do its own thing. But anyway, I'm going to try to get all the tokens. I'm really torn between the, the 25 tokens for the player pick or just doing the 85 times 10 and fodder packs. And if I was to do fodder packs, like right now, the only player that's really tempting for me is the Varan SBC. And I have maybe like, I could probably put together like from scratch right now, what's in my club, like an 85, 86 rated club, but I'd have the whole rest of the SBC to like have to do from scratch. So I like, I need all of that fodder to like help me make progress on it. And I only have, I think now after even some good pack luck, like 350K coins. So it. it's a stretch for me to be able to get Varan. And so that makes like the, the player pick SBC kind of tempting because I could one, stay liquid and then hope to just pull a, a Chuamani or even a, a Kanate and maybe fill that same slot. Um, what do you think? I'm doing the pick. I think 85 times 10 is certainly tempting, but I, I'm just doing the pick. I think 
I really wish I'm torn to wishing it was like also with week two or just this week one, but this week one is elite. I think I would move my team around for, I mean, well, Torres and Tukamani would instantly start for me. And then Bellingham, I think I would move my team around. And then that's what you're going for. And everyone else, for me, at least is a super stub. For a lot of people, it's a super stub. For people who are, people who are going to grind out this 25 tokens, you're shooting for one of the big three. You know, maybe it's best for everybody to wait and see what the pack odds are on this. If everybody's getting Elmas and Gakbo and Tamioso and people like that that you're not looking for, then maybe you hold off because the 85 times 10 does feel like a relatively probably also a guaranteed future stars pack. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, I do know I want to do the pick, but I reserve to flip that if people are going to change. Yeah. I yeah think sorry. If, if people are posting on Twitter that they have shitty picks and stuff like that, then I will probably not go for it. Yeah. I think that's fair. And Along with that, it, I, I think back to like two or three years ago, one of the other really huge like bright spots of future stars has been the objective players. Like that's been like a super fun thing to, it's just achievable, very good cards to add to your squad. Sometimes it has been like the, the progression where you get like the, the 79 to 83 to 85, which we got. Thus far, they've already released Chalaba, the uh, English Chelsea Premier League player. Do you have any interest in pursuing and doing this card, or are you maybe only thinking about the token portion of it? Uh, the latter. This card is, I mean, it's interesting that it's a pick, but my God, the amount of grind you have to do for this card, and given how terrible squad battles is, just doesn't fully feel worth it I mean, you're getting i mean yeah he's 88 rated so that's nice fodder but you have to play at least 20 obviously you have to play 25 matches with him in your starting squad that's probably it right so eight yeah so you have to play 25 matches with them that's that's a lot that's, and it and includes the last piece of it battles, is it's, it's both squad battles and managerial masterpiece like you have to do both yeah. Uh, to actually yeah. unlock the full version. Yeah, it, that the the latter part of it in the managerial masterpiece sounds very tiring. Uh, hopefully, people will be playing Golden Goal or something, but it just sounds exhausting to me. So, uh, so I'm going for the token. The token is already exhausting because you have to, God, you have to play 13 squad battles games plus an additional one to one of something to score the four goals with English players to get the whole thing kicked off. It's just tiring. It's not as easy or fun and not as good of an upgrade of card as I think in years past. Like I remember when this first came out, Dan James was a pure squad battles card was really easy to get and was relatively good for where we were in the game cycle, probably because he just, he had crazy speed and agility. So he was a super sub for, you know, most people you would see him coming off the bench or I started him for a while and just, he was no, a fun player to have for a lot of people. And Odegaard was that year too. He was a little harder to get, but kind of better. So it made sense. I, I can't remember who was last year. I don't feel like I fully 
finished those cards last year. But yeah, OC Min was the same year as Dan James, I think, right? That yeah, was part of that trio. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I just maybe it's because we all have better teams this year because of the pack weight and everything. Maybe it's just this isn't the most interesting card to me to get a CDM or a center back from the Premier League. So I'm, I'm hopeful that we're going to get more. I haven't seen any leaks or anything about any of that. I, I, so I'm kind of doubting that we're going to get more, but this one's not for me. Yeah, I have not played managerial masterpiece at all this year, uh, but I did already unlock the 85. So I did all the squad battles wow. requirements. And I've actually played a ton over the past week since we've spoken. They did this whole year in review milestone where if you play 25, 50, 75 games, either through squad battles, professional or rivals, you can get like a, uh, you know, a special pack from win a wild cards or signature signings or whatever. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, I didn't hit anything from team of the year. Let me see if I can pull something awesome from any of these free packs that we're going to get. And so all week long, I basically just first to start, I did AFK on squad battles. So you have to play on professional. So I lost 40 games of squad battles on professional where literally I didn't play at all. Like I would just like go into the game and press X to like kick off the ball and then I would just like, you know, turn my monitor away from me. And I was just like during my workday, like do, 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 like, you know, doing a, a normal workflow. And then every 10 minutes or so, I would like go over and hit X and like, you know, progress forward to like the next screen. And I just did that like all week long where like I truly lost 40 squad battles games, all of them. And like, didn't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit? And so I was just well, it matters now. It, it matters now for the stupid goal needing the gold uh ranking for the the token which exactly so i'm glad i kind of got the jump on that because you know gave me a, a head start on all that and whatever i completed the whole thing i didn't pack anyone good so that's disappointing from the whole uh, year interview thing uh but even with chalaba like a lot of the games don't require a win and a lot of people are really anti-squad battles i would just really tell people to like focus like does it require a win or not? And there are the first set like doesn't at all. And then it's when you're really going for the, the 83 to the 85, there are a couple of requirements for either a win or don't let the AI score more than one goal against you. And so then you actually do have to play. So I would say there's only like five games you have to actively play if you're trying to unlock the, the 85 to get yourself to play managerial masterpiece. And I did that. And now that I have it, I'm kind of like, you know what? I haven't played managerial masterpiece at all this year. I've got that fire Christian Pulisic. I'm kind of somewhat tempted to just like dive in and just try it out. Like just to like see what happens because it'd be cool to have a, a strong link for the Pulisic card. Uh, so I think I might try it just to like see what it's like for like an experimental purpose. And, you know, at the end of the day, if I do do it, I'll get the 88 rated card, but also make progress on SAR, the Chelsea French yep. center back. That's a that little sense. bit, that's a little bit more work and he's only an 86, but I don't know. I, 
I kind of feel like trying it. Like, so we'll see what this week brings, but I've done almost everything else. Like I've played all my rivals games. I got my eight wins. I played weekend league. Like I've pretty much done everything. And so Chalaba is like the thing remaining that is out there that I think I'm just going to finally dive into managerial masterpiece. I may play one game and hate it and be done, but we'll see. Yeah. Makes sense. You mentioned the eight wins and rivals. Do you care? They up the rivals by one win. Does it bother you anymore? It seems to mostly just make people have to play one more extra game. Yeah. I I think the only thing I think is like, wouldn't it have made a lot more sense if they'd started the year at four and eight and then like decreased it later. Like, I think if we had all started off FIFA this year and then had to play for four or eight wins, we would have not complained and we would have not thought anything of it. And then it would have been nice if they had like added a reprieve of like, Oh, you only have to do three and seven. It's a little weird. Well, I think it's just, uh, to me, it's, I get to seven wins pretty easily and pretty quickly. And so then I just stopped playing rivals and I'm sure their metrics that they're looking at shows probably very, quickly you know probably people play one or two days of rivals in a week and they're probably trying to expand that a little more make it more i don't know something i I assume this is all about trying to get play more rivals yeah well you say that andrew but you're like a a d1 elite player and you're in like d5 because you hardly ever play (laughs) rivals well but that's part of it right like i don't play right i get the seven wins and i don't play anymore and if i have a truly shit connection i just quit so I kind of just stay low because there's no punishment to that. And I don't really want to play an elite. Anyways, that sounds horrible. So <laughs> playing in D. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, I, it does sound horrible. I don't think I'm necessarily good enough to get there, but I'm definitely not a D5 player. But yeah, but I just play to the wins and then I'm stop. And there's no real incentive other than that 90 games played a season incentive to get to you know a ton of rivals games and so this probably just increases everybody by one or two games a week and maybe that's enough yeah i I think they're just testing it yeah um, honestly it doesn't bother me like it's one game like i don't really care and the packs that you get from rivals aren't great anyway and so whatever it doesn't actually matter that much uh so what do you so going forward, like, what are you thinking? What's your plan? What are you going to do for the next week to while well, we got future stars going on? I think I'm just going to play, just play kind of normally, no changes. So playing weekend league right now, I will play to 11 wins when we are done with the podcast. I think that's been a nice change for me this year. I know I've mentioned it before, but this is by far the most I've played weekend league ever. And just, I like the fact that, you know, getting to 11 wins is relatively easy and you know i like people quitting games and so it just gives you good fodder so i'll probably do that i mean i'll finish that this week i'll probably do it next week as well um play you know play rivals play playoff i guess depending on the objectives do that i i want to say the gameplay isn't that fun right now though not sure if you're experiencing that it does seem very laggy but also seems well, clearly everyone has gotten better teams, including me. And so there could be some of that, that I'm now getting matched up against the better teams, which is a conspiracy that a lot of folks have, but more importantly, it just seems like a lot of people are playing drop back and spamming the shit out of through balls. And 
it's not the hardest thing to beat. Like it's very predictable, but it's very frustrating when you give up what I feel like are bullshit unearned goals for someone who's just kind of letting the AI do everything for them. Yeah, I have definitely experienced that. I think my past week of FIFA has been maybe some of the least fun that I've had in this game in a, in a long time. And it just feels like the game is not in a great state where it's just, I feel like I'm constantly six, seven XG, like, you know, 10 plus shots and I'll end up losing a game to a guy who has like one and a half XG with three shots. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And it, it doesn't feel that fun. And I often just feel like the better player doesn't win. And I certainly run into games where like, I, I'm playing a guy who's like way better than me. And it's like, they destroy me. And that's cool. Like, it's like, Oh, like I aspire to, to be that type of player. I have not been enjoying gameplay this this past week, and I don't know if it's like what's changed post-patch or if it's the new cards or it's the change to goalkeepers, but something just feels off for me that I've been having less fun, and I think that's what's like inspiring me to go to this like marquee matchups thing where it's like, oh, I'm just going to go play with a bunch of common golds because then I just assume it will be shitty and I don't care, and that's kind of like what I'm looking forward to because playing with like my main squad, I just, I don't feel like it's that rewarding right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to venture out and try a few different things. I think maybe if I actually do complete Chalaba through marquee matchups, I may try to go back into rivals and just focus there and then just not worry about champs. Like champs is where I think it really goes wrong for me. Is like, I tend to take it too seriously and try too hard and care too much about the ranks and then rivals, like some of that pressure is really relieved, like with the checkpoints and like you can't really fall too far back. I might just only play rivals and not worry about chance if I'm like really trying to figure out how to get better. But I've, I've been struggling fair, for right? sure. Um, managerial masterpiece is something where you play at golden goal though, right? So I think that's another thing. That well, no, like the, the Chalaba is like, score in 10 different games with a premier league player but you only need four wins and so almost no one's quitting why not why not play golden goal anyways it's gonna make everything so much quicker i guess the problem is you need your opponents to also play golden goal right yeah so we'll see like i'll i'll report back but i'm guessing people will not quit i think golden goal makes so much sense for everybody in this thing if you're just move on to the next one. And if you get everyone playing actual golden goal for you, you can get 10 games done in like two hours or less. Oh, Tyler, anything else you want to talk about your gameplay? Cause we did get a question that I no, want to go to the question. Let's do it. So this is from our good friend, Shaq, Shaq attack. Do you build your tactics around your untradeables or your team around your tactics? Well, I have an answer and I'm worried that it will be probably the dumb one, but I actually, uh, builds my team around my tactics. Like I basically try to set up a formation and a play style that I think will suit me. And then I force what players I have or can afford into what I think will work within that play style. And so that's kind of the way I try to run it. Uh, an example of, of that. So I am largely playing four, two, three, one. And one of the examples of, of what I've done recently is I did the Darmian 
SBC, even though I had no Serie A players at all, but it was like, I feel like there's a real lack of medium high work rate CDMs. I already have Verratti, but I'd love to have an option to have a second CDM who's also medium high work rates. And so I went and completed that Darmian SBC just to start him at right back, but to have the option to be able in game to switch him to a second CDM if I want to play that 4-2-3-1 in a more defensive mindset. And I only did that because I was thinking about my tactics and the way I like to like run my game in the formation. And so it was like, oh, that's a player that fits into my system. And so that was kind of like a, a style and a way that I went about it. And I'm not sure that that's the right approach, but that's just kind of like how I run things. Andrew, I'm super curious to hear what, what, you, what you do. I absolutely have to set up tactics that I feel comfortable with and then adapt who I have for that. And so I think you answered it differently than I was thinking about it of like, do you go do SBCs based on your tactics or do you think they're such good value that you just get them and then force them into your team? Maybe, maybe that's kind of where you were answering. I was just answering kind of like, what have I got in my squad and how do I make it work? And for me, there's not too many players where I think, oh, I can't play that. That player is so good that I have to adjust my tactics because that player is going to be a striker or a defender or a midfield. I don't know. So there's, there's not too many players where I think I'd have to wholesale change anything. Obviously, I have some really good players. We talked about Diaz and Cancelo and play, people like that, and they just fit in. Cancelo fits in. You can play him literally any position on this in this game. I'm confident he can play all 10 outfield positions easily. Yeah, and if, if you got a Jude Bellingham, you, you'd change your tactics to maybe figure out how to fit him in, or you just find the position. I wouldn't change my tactics. tactics. I'd, just, I'd just shove him in at CDM and let him go to work and – there you go. <laughs> I'd play him off Kim. I wouldn't like, I think that's the thing is, do you change your team? Do you change your team to try to fit one player in? And I mean, oftentimes, yes. Right. Like that's why a lot of people do icon blocking and use kind of inferior icons to make 10 Kim work. So yeah, of course I do that. Sometimes I play people that I maybe have a slightly better option on the bench to get, you know, my, if I had team of the year Mbappe, I would make sure I had enough players to get him in the game. Obviously, French is a super easy one, but like Lewandowski, I know some people pack Lewandowski. And so you're buying Goretzka or other folks to like get him in on Kim and things like that. So I think that is something I do as well, but not necessarily trying to see what my team is like, not being some good you know, true real world manager and be like, let me look at my players and then adapt my tactics to all of their best abilities. I, that's not how I think I, cause I'm probably so limited and there's only so many ways I'm good at playing this game. And so I can't adapt to, you know, a four, two, three, one and a, and the diamond and then a four, four, three, three. I, I can't adapt like that. I think for me, I have to play a play style more than anything else. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, cool. Uh, Andrew, anything else you want to talk about on this episode? No, that's it for me. All right. Uh, how do people find you if they want to stay in touch? But underscore AST, I have been recording all of my weekend league for Twitch because I'm going to go back and watch it. I'm actually going on a trip in two weeks, so I'm going to 
maybe actually download some of it and watch some of my gameplay on like my 24 hour flights and things like that. So that's why I'm recording so much. But so if you want to check out that, that's also foot underscore ASD. You can find me at Pace of the Tortoise. You can find the show at foot underscore FIX. With that, thanks everyone for joining. This has been your weekly hit of the Foot Fix.